Hi, welcome back and thanks for joining us here today. I'm Jamie and I am a blues disciple. Now please join me for a little while to hear some excellent early blues music from some of the masters of the blues. Blues Disciples is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and please note that earphones or earbuds will enhance your listening experience. And as you're listening, you can click on the playlist to expand its size for easier reading. And just a heads up for our dedicated listeners. Our last podcast, number 232, regarding New York City blues, received some clarifications and additional notes, thanks to further discussions we had last week with Mr. Larry Simon and John Broven. So now you have a new and improved podcast number 232 to re-listen to. Now today we'll be listening to some of the early, early blues from 1925 to 1930. In doing so, we'll hear about and from blues artists who are early major blues legends and others who are lesser known. But all of these excellent blues artists bring their unique talents, stories, and experiences for us to enjoy. Our first artist is the little brother of early blues legend Mississippi Wallace, also known as the Texas Nightingale. Mr. Hersel Thomas was born in 1906 in Texas into a very musical family and passed away mysteriously at the very early age of 19 in 1926. In his short life, Hersel displayed substantial and promising skills as a boogie-woogie pianist and composer. Herschel's influence was acknowledged by a number of excellent blues pianists who followed him. Here from a Chicago recording session, February 22, 1925, is Mr. Herschel Thomas with his vocals and piano on his own composition, Suitcase Blues. Thank you. 
Now we'll hear from Miss Dara Carr, who is remembered for her partnering with noted boogie pianist, Mr. Charles Cow Cow Divenport, on recordings and vaudeville stages in the mid-1920s. It is reported that Dara Carr also performed as a snake charmer. Here now is Miss Dara Carr with her vocals accompanied by Mr. Charles Cow Cow Davenport and his boogie piano with his composition, Cow Cow Blues. Next up, we have Mr. George Washington Phillips, who was born in Texas in 1880 and passed away in 1954. Washington Phillips made ends meet as a lay preacher and street musician. Along with his singing, Mr. Phillips' choice of musical instruments was quite unique. These musical instruments were similar to zithers that he pieced together from other instruments and plucked like a guitar or mandolin. He called his favorite instrument a manzarine. Here from a December 2nd, 1927 recording made in Dallas, Texas, is Mr. Washington Phillips with his Paul and Silas in Jail. We must love 
We must love for Jesus to care for us. Cause you ought to know in him. He is only trust. Whatever we desire, whenever we do pray, we must have the faith and believe that he will do just what he says. Oh, Paul and Silas, in the Philippine jail, they were thrown down. Caution and tears, they found him close around. When the dark hours of midnight, when everything was still, old Paul he whispered to Silas, said, Let us do our mass as well. Old Silas, he began singing. Old Paul, he entered in prayer. Then heaven had got all stirred up, and an angel met them there. And the jail doors all flew open, and the jailer thought it was all gone. And he pulled for his sword, for to kill himself, the Paul says, do thyself no harm. He sprung out in the floor, and a light he wanted them to gaze. He replied to Paul in silence, what shall I do to be saved? By Paul being one of Christ's chosen men, seen the jailer woke up in a surprise, and he said that you must believe in my Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going on, going on, going on on the morning train. If I happen to make it too late, oh, sure, Lord, won't be mine. I'm sleeping up this old temple body. Oh, it's in prayer, all the places they call heaven, I say they want to go there. Next up, we'll hear from another of the early recorded blues legends, Mr. Blind Willie McTell, who was born in Georgia in 1898 and passed away in 1959. In his prime, Blind Willie McTell was one of the most recorded 12-string guitar artists in existence. Here is a recording made at Mr. Blind Willie McTell's very first recording session, October 18, 1927, in Atlanta. Our friend and frequent guest host, Dr. David Evans, studied and researched Mr. McTell extensively and wrote about Mr. McTell's first recording with, quote, the lyrics constitute a massive statement of the singer's competence and activities that would normally require sight and physical dexterity, namely writing and hoboing on trains and traveling to Memphis, Birmingham, and Newport News. It's a very confident introduction to what would become a long recording career, unquote. Here now is Mr. Blind Willie Mattel with his writing paper blues. I wrote you a letter, Mama. Put it in your front yard. I wrote you a letter. Put it in your front yard 
How I love to come to see you, but your good men's got me bothered. I run me a to come back to Newport News. You run me a mama, come back to Newport News. To leave the town and don't spread the news I wrote you a letter, Mama, sent you a telegram I wrote you a letter, Mama, sent you a telegram I do mean mean Memphis button, mean mean Birmingham. Oh, yeah, my wee my home. Oh, yeah, my wee my home. I do yell me pleading. You're my grieving groan Now I can get me one more drink of booze Now I could get me one more drink of booze I guess it would ease these old writing paper blues. I caught a free train spread and my mama caught a pattern of behind. Caught a free train spread and my mama caught a pattern of behind. Oh, you can't quit me, Papa. There's no need in trying. On our podcast number 138, Dr. Evans speaks extensively about Blind Willie McTell's 1940 impromptu recording session with Library of Congress archivist Mr. John Lomax. Give a listen. Another early blues legend is Mr. Robert Hicks, who was better known as Barbecue Bob. And Bob was born in 1902 in Georgia and passed away when he was only 29 years old in 1931. His stage name, Barbecue Bob, came from his full-time job as a chef at an old Atlanta-area barbecue restaurant, Tidwell's Barbecue. Barbecue Bob switched from six-string guitar to 12-string around 1924 when he was 22 years old and had his first recording session in 1927 and his last recording session in 1930 after producing 62 recordings. Now, here is one of the songs he wrote and then recorded April 13, 1928 in Atlanta for Columbia Phonograph Company. Here's Chocolate to the Bone. So glad I'm brown skin, so glad I'm brown skin, chocolate to the bone. 
So glad I'm Bronski. Chocolate to the bone. And I've got what it takes to make a monkey man leave his home. Black man is evil. Yellow so low down. Black man is evil. Yellow man so low down. I walk into these houses just to see these black men from. I'm just like Miss Lillian, like Miss Lillian, I mean Miss Glenn, you see. I'm just like Miss Lillian, I mean Miss Glenn, you see. She said a brown-skinned man is just all right with me. So glad I'm brown-skinned, chocolate to the bone. So glad I'm brown-skinned, chocolate to the bone. I've got what it takes to make a monkey man leave his home. Yellow man won't quit, black man just won't hate. Yellow man won't quit, and a black man just won't hate. But a pig meat mama crazy about brown skin baby way. Got a yellow mama, got a yellow mama. She always got a pleasant smile. I got a yellow mama, always got a pleasant smile. But that brown skin gal with those cold black dreamy eyes. So glad I'm brown skin, so glad I'm brown skin. I'm chocolate to the bone. So glad I'm brown skin, chocolate to the bone. And I've got what it takes to make a monkey man leave his home. And I've got what it takes to make a monkey man leave his home. Next up is Prohibition-era blues performer Miss Gladys Bentley, who was born in Philadelphia in 1907 and passed away in 1960. Gladys left her troubled childhood behind and headed for Harlem at the age of 16 and started playing piano in Harlem's gay bars and nightclubs. There she evolved her performances and became known for taking popular songs of the day and spinning them out with her own risque lyrics dressed to the nines in tails, top hat, and spats. Here now from an August 8, 1928 New York recording session is Miss Gladys Bentley with her vocals and piano with her own worried blues. Major men folks treat us women like you do. Oh, I'll make you men folks treat us women like you do. I don't want no man that I got to give my money to. Oh, me a leather, never nothing but a no. Oh, me a leather. 
If nothing but a note Goes right back and told him Man, I ain't no Billy Goat Give my man everything from a diamond ring on down Give my man everything from a diamond ring on down Next thing I'm gonna give him Six feet in the cold, cold ground You can never tell What an old, old man can do Never tell what an old, old man can do Keep your eyes open, girl Cause he'll put that thing on you Cause you ain't been got hot papa Ain't no signal that you can't be had Cause you ain't been got hot papa Ain't no signal that you can't be had If I put this thing on you, baby Gonna be just too doggone there Mighty hard for you women To keep a real good man Nowadays Mighty hard for you women to keep a real good man Nowadays Any little young chippy gal Got so many doggone different ways Ain't no hunting more for you than the good Lord ever thought Didn't more for you than the good Lord ever done Put clothes on your back You know done where you wasn't born right now Now we have a very influential Texas legend Mr. Blind Willie Johnson Who was born in 1897 in Texas And passed away in 1945 Preacher Johnson had a powerful and convincing voice preaching on the streets of Dallas and other Texas towns. When he sang, Mr. Johnson often altered his vocal cords into a unique and deep, raspy voice that certainly would catch a passerby's attention on the streets of any town where he preached and played his music. Blind Willie Johnson's brilliance comes through his incredible slide guitar work, and he had a substantial impact on blues artists to follow, such as Reverend Gary Davis, Robert Johnson, Led Zeppelin, Howlin' Wolf, Eric Clapton, and the Staple Singers, although all of his 30 known recordings were in the gospel genre. Now from a December 3, 1927 recording session in Dallas, Texas, here is Mr. Blind Willie Johnson with his... If I had my way, I'd tear the building down. Well, if I had my way, if I had a whole week of fun, if I had a hell-lord-ass building down. Well, I don't want a woman, fine fair, a pleasant look, a cold black hair, lolly game, though. Thompson mine, I first saw the woman, I look so fine. Oh, where the went Timothy, I can't tell. A daughter of Timothy, I play that well. A Thomas told his father, go in. Me Lord, if I had my way, battle if I had a wicked one, I hope I had a long child building down. Well, Thompson mother replied. 
inside of him. Can't you find a woman of your kind and kin? Sounds and ready to be your mother of mine. Go and marry that if the last time. Let me tell you what old Samson. Well, it broke at the dawn, the lion run. Down from the first man along the touch. Because that lion got up on his eye. Hey, written that he killed a man with him. It's something that been hanging the side of the door. If I had my way. If I had a real one, if I had a long time down. Well, you really need to tell it to me. How I need all the case for the me. Well, you really need to tell it to me. How strong all the case for the sweet. Now look at the dumb way I have to look. Well, I bring me the honey in the lion air. If I had my way. Well, if I Find his hand was walking alone. I looked on the ground and found a little jawbone. And moved his own ropes up off like three. Got those plain three, down over dead a lot. I my hand my way. Well, I left my hand up. I'm a wicked one. Tell me why you stayed alive, have you been? Samson, why she you talk so fair? Told his wife to cut off his hair. Shave my head, finish your hand. Will it become a natural man? If I had my way, battle if I had, I would be the one if I had. I long Legend has it that Blind Willie Johnson was arrested for inciting a riot as a result of his impassioned performance of the song you just heard while he was preaching and singing on Canal Street in New Orleans. Now we have legendary blues man Mississippi John Hurt, who was born in Mississippi in 1892 and passed away in 1966. Mr. Hurt taught himself to play guitar on a borrowed guitar when he was nine years old, but later found he had to make his living as a sharecropper for most of his life. In 1928, he did get a break and secured two recording sessions. Unfortunately, the resulting record sales didn't go well at the time, and John was soon back to sharecropping. In 1963, Mississippi John Hurt was rediscovered and introduced to a new audience and finally experienced an appreciation of his excellent finger-picking and slide guitar playing skills from his new fans. Here from a recording session on December 21, 1928 in New York is Mississippi John Hurt with his Big Leg Blues. Raise a baby, get your big leg off of mine. Raise a baby, get your big leg off of mine. It's so heavy, make a good man change his mind. 
ask you, baby, come and hold my head. Ask you, baby, come and hold my head. Send me away that you'd rather see me dead. Our next blues artist is the legendary honey dripper, Mr. Roosevelt Sykes, who was born in 1906 in Arkansas and passed away in 1983. Roosevelt Sykes learned to play organ and piano in his church starting when he was only about nine years old, and he hit the road at the age of 15, where he developed a piano-playing style using separate treble and bass rhythms with each hand. A smart talent scout for OK Records ran across Roosevelt and sent him to New York for his first recording session on June 14, 1929, which produced Roosevelt Sykes' blues standard, 44 Blues. Ain't gonna wear my 44 no more 
heard my baby say She heard me for the folk whistle blow Loud in my baby say She heard that for the folk whistle blow Loud it sound just like Hang on blow that whistle no group of artists we'll be featuring is headed by 1920s New Orleans legendary blues and jazz cornet master King Oliver in accompaniment with New Orleans trained pianist, composer, producer, and promoter Mr. Clarence Williams along with the little known vocalist Miss Elizabeth Johnson. From a recording made June 26, 1928 in New York, King Oliver is exceptional on this J.C. Johnson composition Empty Bed Blues Part 1. Thrills me 
loving and I told my girlfriend Lou Our next artists are lesser-known blues artists performing as a duo. First, Mr. Pinky Pink Anderson was born in South Carolina in 1900 and passed away in 1974. He spent much of his career performing and traveling with various medicine shows around the Southeast. Pink Anderson learned to play guitar from blind guitarist Mr. Simmy Dooley, who was born in Georgia in 1881 and passed away in 1961. When Pink was not traveling with the medicine shows, these two gentlemen performed together on the streets, at parties, and small events all over South Carolina. Then on April 14, 1928, Pink Anderson and Simmy Dooley traveled to Atlanta to record this Brownie McGee cover for Columbia Records. Here is Brownie's CCNO Blues. Boy, I 
wonder where the engineer is gone. I wonder where the engineer is gone. I wonder where the engineer is gone. Why, boy? I feel like riding epics all night long. Noted musicologist and producer Mr. Sam Charters found and recorded Mr. Pink Anderson in 1961 and 1962 for his historic blues album and film, The Blues. Up next is Texas blues singer, pianist, and whistler, Whistlin' Alex Moore, who was born in 1899 in Texas and passed away in 1989. He taught himself to play piano and first performed on the radio when he was 16 years old. After serving in the Army during World War I, Alex had his first recording session December 5th and 6th, 1929 in Dallas. Here is the recording Whistlin' Alec Moore is best known for, recorded December 6th, 1929, titled Blue Bloomer Blues. Women winking and wiggling at me Some of them in their teeth And wiggling at me, some of them in their tea. I lost that I'm beside one and scratch on her knee. She said, Come go home with me, Daddy. I got to stay by myself. She said, come go home with me, daddy. I got to stay by myself. I asked her, would you give me coffee? She said, yes, and anything else. While standing at the car line, reckon what that old girl done. Standing at the car line, reckon what that old girl done. I said she hug and kiss me and fit me on my tongue. I asked her to give me what mama did when I was three months old. What mama did when I was three months old. She said, I'll make you a sugar to daddy. I can't stand that to save my soul. She pulled off them blue bloomers, began to whine and frown. Blue bloomers begin to whine and frown. I said, Saw, saw, Jersey, and let your daily meal come down. These next blues artists perform as a duo on a song we'll hear. The first artist is Miss Clara Smith, who was born in 1894 in South Carolina and passed away in 1935. Clara's singing style earned her billing as the Queen of the Moaners. 
The other half of this duo is early blues legend Mr. Lonnie Johnson, who was born in 1899 in New Orleans and passed away in 1970. Lonnie learned guitar from his father, and while he was still a teenager in 1917, he toured and performed in London. Lonnie Johnson was first recorded by OK Records in 1925, and between 1925 and 1932, Lonnie Johnson recorded about 130 songs for OK. Along the way, he also performed with female blues legends Miss Victoria Spivey and Miss Bessie Smith. Here from an October 31st, 1930 recording in New York is Mr. Lonnie Johnson with his vocals and guitar and Miss Clara Smith with her vocals accompanied by Mr. Alec Hill on piano with Alex's You Had Too Much. Yes, indeed. 
And you'll never be the same Because you said you Our final artist today is major blues legend, Mr. Eddie James' son, House, who was born in Mississippi in 1902 and passed away in 1988 at the age of 86. Son House began his passion for music as a devout gospel singer and preacher. Then in his early 20s, Son House left the church and started his secular blues music career. He joined up with then-blues legend Mr. Charlie Patton and his buddy Mr. Willie Brown to perform at local clubs and parties around Arkansas and Mississippi and was asked by Charlie Patton to join him at an August 1930 Paramount recording session in Wisconsin. That session launched Sunhouse's career, and he had an early impact and influence on future blues legend Robert Johnson and then later on Muddy Waters. In 1943, Sunhouse turned away from the blues, left Mississippi, and wound up in Rochester, New York, working at various jobs, including a long stint as a New York Central Railroad porter and chef. On June 23, 1964, Nick Pearls, Dick Waterman, and Phil Spiro rediscovered Sunhouse at his Rochester, New York home and set off a whole new career for Mr. Sunhouse and appreciation for him by blues fans around the world. For clarity and easy listening, we'll feature a rare November 21, 1964 recording made at an Oberlin College, Ohio concert arranged by Dick Waterman. Here now is one of those songs Sunhouse first recorded on August 30th, 1930. Here's Preaching Blues. And he began to grin. 
Hey! 